0: Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman and for today's delve into the Bugle archives we go back to the 2016 US election. I was joined by Wyatt Cenac to discuss important issues like why Rochelle from your local McDonald's would make a truly sensational president.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves That's stamps.com. Code program.
0: Top story this week, and hang up your stockings, people. As we record, it is only four more sleeps until presidential election day. Four harrowing, haunted, broken sleeps punctuated by waking up in a cold sweat every hour screaming, how the f*** has it come to this? Uh, Wyatt, you are uh, our correspondent on the ground in America, how is how is the nation coping
2: with, with the imminence of Decision Day? I think at this point, it's exhaustion, Andy. I think it is that sort of final stretch of a marathon where you can see the finish line, but you can also see nearby there's a Starbucks. <laughs> and you're, you're trying to decide, is it worth finishing and getting that silver blanket or... <laughs> Should I just walk over to that Starbucks and say, "You know what I tried."
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it was presented to America as a nation that they could just just cancel the election at very short notice, the, the Starbucks option and just have a, a pumpkin left over from Halloween as acting president for the next four years, do you think that would I mean that would actually be, be more popular than the the, the the options on the ticket?
2: Yes, a a rotting pumpkin, I think, at this point, it would probably appease both sides. Obviously, there are sides that are pro-Trump, there are sides that are pro-Hillary, but at this moment, I think the dangerous thing right now is, like, everyone kind of keeps talking about, yeah, whoever wins, there's still going to be half the people who are really upset, and... Depending on how that goes, if it's Trump, it's a lot of people who are going to be really upset, who are going to stop making TV shows and movies, and then if it's—and just take those to Canada. And if it's Hillary Clinton, it's a lot of people who are going to be angry and upset, and they're going to buy a bunch of AR-15s, and maybe not use them, but just terrify everyone on the highway. (laughs)
0: Right, so I mean, it's a pretty optimistic future you're painting for uh, for the United States.
2: Right, yeah, but with rotting pumpkin, everyone's like, "Hey, <laughs> it's a rotting pumpkin. Like, it's what's going to happen? Like, it looks like that that uh, that little creepy half toothed smile it has is starting to turn into a frown. Oh, look at that! Oh, rotting pumpkin. Oh, it's got flies now. Look at that <laughs> reaching across party lines. It's got flies. It's got roaches. <laughs> <laughs> Rotting pumpkin really is the great uniter this country needs. Well, wow, I mean that's yeah, I th- I think that's what Abraham Lincoln always dreamed of. Yeah,
0: being replaced by a slowly decomposing vegetable. So, I mean, the two options clearly. I mean, I mean Gary Johnson does appear to have left his charge slightly late as the uh, Libertarian Party candidate. Um, Trump has come in in the betting this week alarmingly. He's now uh, he's now two to one. When we recorded last week, he was about five to one. Uh, so he is now 2,500 times more likely to become president than Leicester City were to win the Premier League title that they did actually win last year. So that's close to a racing certainty. Whoever wins, White, it does seem that they are set to be America's least popular president ever within about 0.2 seconds of swearing the oath of office on the 20th of January.
2: True. You've got Hillary Clinton, who is a good politician like she's a seasoned politician, she knows the she knows the game, and there is a transformative thing of she could be the first female president, but there's a sense I feel like where people are like, yeah, we want history, but could it be could it be another person <laughs> like we like she's cool, but like what's her like what's her daughter doing? Is her daughter available? <laughs> or is Elizabeth Warren... What about her granddaughter? Like, we do want... Like, we want to be a part of history, but... I don't know if we want her. And uh, <laughs> and I don't know if it's... I, I don't know if it's because she wants it so badly that people are now finding, like, fault in her of, like... Eh, she just wants it too hard. Like, is there somebody else that we could just root for? I feel like she's become the Tim Tebow of... <laughs> presidential candidates in that, like, there are people who just, like, Tim Tebow was such a polarizing figure as far as, like, no, he's a decent football player, but he just wants to be a quarterback so badly that there were enough people that were like, nah, no, 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 no.
0: (laughs) Anyone who wants to be president should automatically rule themselves out of being
2: president. Yeah, if you want the job, you should uh, you should not be given the job or be allowed to run for it. It feels as though the way the president should be determined in this country is on a given day at, like, 2 in the morning, someone will knock on your door and wake you up, and they'll say, Hey, you're president, and your response will be... Well wait a minute, no, I, I I work at McDonald's. Yeah. And you've done a great job there, but now your country needs you.
0: I mean, to be honest, that would that would not be you know any worse or even any less logical than the current system for deciding presidents, which is essentially to have an absolute shitload of money and no shame whatsoever. Right, yeah. No. It's two sides of the same coin,
2: really. It is, but at the same time, I bet you if you woke up Rochelle from McDonald's at 2 in the morning and said, look, put on your hat, put on your McDonald's uh, shirt, we're taking you to the White House, you're now the president, (laughs) I have a feeling she could do a good job. She's going to reach across party aisle. I think think she'd do fine, because at the same time, too— she probably will say, "Like, look, I'm not going to couch out a lobbyists, but I know how to make deals. I'll give you, I'll give you some supersized fries <laughs> if uh, you guys would just be willing to talk about gun control." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's that maybe, the, maybe the that that level of simple negotiation is what is needed to cut through
2: cut through the many barriers in American politics. It's amazing what you can get done with French fries. You can <laughs> you can get a child to shut up in a car with French fries. How much research have you done for that line? Wyatt? Uh, and whose children? Whose children I, did you research I it on? I tend to just get in cars with children. And just offer them French fries. And it works pretty well. Like, as a scientific experiment, it works very well. As just a thing, personally, uh, in my life and my criminal record, it's not particularly good. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, we have a sharing economy now. That's that's, not logically that far away from. From Uber, is it? You know, just forcibly getting into someone's car with a bag of bag of fries.
2: Yeah, and just saying, like, this is, no, I'm starting an app called Fryer. Uh, and I just bring fries to children to shut them up. You're welcome. <laughs> do
0: you know, I think 99% of all parents in the world would sign up for that instantly.
2: Yeah. Ooh, we just made an app, Andy. <laughs> Did John Oliver ever do that? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs>
0: We find it hard over here in Britain to understand quite the depth of loathing for Hillary Clinton uh, that there is in America, because objectively, and without you know, following her career too closely, she seems you know, quite, quite an impressive politician, as you say, quite an impressive and well-qualified candidate. Uh, is it a question of over-familiarity breeding of deep, deep, visceral contempt um, you know, better the devil you know absolutely nothing about. Uh, in Trump, uh, who apparently also knows nothing about most things, is that is that the way America seems to be going?
2: I think it's I think it's a mix of things. I think there's a huge part of it that is she's a lady. Um, I don't know if you know this, Andy, but in this country, we don't treat ladies well. Um, oh, it's just it's a thing that it's a thing that we've been doing for a while. All right. Yeah. yeah. It
0: seems that most Republicans see Hillary as some kind of cross between Al Capone, Lenin, the Emperor Nero, and Beelzebub himself, but female, so even worse. And I have just checked the stats on that. She does have way over the average number of ovaries for a presidential candidate. Um, The average to date of all serving presidents is zero ovaries per American president. There were rumors about Calvin Coolidge, but nothing was ever proven. Um, and and pe- they seem to seem to think that um, essentially, if you unscrew the top half of Hillary from the bottom half, she will split apart to reveal a little Mikhail Gorbachev. He'll have a little <laughs> Leonard Brezhnev inside, and he'll have a Stalin inside, and then inside him will be a little Jeremy Corbyn. So- sorry, Lenin. Len, I'm always getting those two mixed up. <laughs> I need to change my newspaper subscription. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now, do go and listen to all the shows in the Bugle stable over and over and over again at thebuglepodcast.com.
1: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.
0: Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now?